Hi, Filmatics. Welcome to the show. Today, we have one of my favorite actors ever. He's also a director and a producer, and you might know him as Family Man on ABC, the series Life Goes On, to the VP of the United States, and the NBC series The Event. But my favorite film he's in, The November Man, and he played Cohen in Penny Dreadful. Let's welcome Bill Smithrovich. Bill, welcome to the show. <laughs> sure, that's good. That's not bad at all. <laughs> Did I say it right? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's all. I just want to say there's only one T and there's only one H in Smithrovich. It's oh. not Smith. It's not Smithrovich. It's not. I've, many of the letters have got screwed up in my history, and I've turned into all kinds of colorful words. Uh, you know, when they move the H's around and the T's around, you know, and they get the bitch and the, and the Smith with the H and the thing. And oh, boy, and my initials are BS. I mean, how bad is that? <laughs> so <laughs> so that's Smith Trovich. And I'm dyslexic. So um, I probably uh, thought there was a T and an H. So uh, but the most important thing is we have you on the show and i'm super happy and excited for our oh, audience to, be here. to just just you know hear your amazing uh stories so uh, where are you recording live from today well recording from my office at home in uh, woodland hills california yeah. uh it's just a perfect day here today i'm sorry for anybody that's not having uh, a good day and i uh, hope your the sun comes out for you soon yeah, because we are recording in February 26. It's a live recording, but it will go on a, um, a different month. So uh, we're in the end of February here in California. But um, oh. yeah, yeah. So I want everyone to, you know, uh, we, we love films here and we always ask uh, a question. And we're going to start with, Bill, what was one of your favorite childhood movies growing up? Well, I... I watched a lot of Disney movies when I grew up. Uh, you know, that kind of uh, gives it, you know, the silly side, you know, Herbie and all that stuff. Oh my uh, gosh, Herbie, the love book. Right? That was that? the best, the uh, best. But I would go to a lot of double features on the, on the weekend if it was really hot. I remember I lived in El Cajon, California. I went to three different high schools. So one of the, uh, the first high school I went to was in El Cajon, and we used to have uh, very hot there in the summer. So uh, I'd go to a lot of uh, times, but most of my time was spent outdoors. Uh, but films really didn't start to affect me until um, I was, oh, uh, I would say into my late teens, early 20s. My dad died when I was 17, kind of put my whole world on my head oh, man. and uh, so i uh the movies that i that i really dug uh were uh soldier in the rain with jackie gleason tuesday weld steve mcqueen uh probably you know it's an underrated film um and then i became real big fans of uh jackie gleason and paul newman and I, uh, as a youngster, I, I, w I was a really good bowler and I was on the California junior all-star team. Wow. Southern 
Yeah. I, I didn't even know they had and bowling I, teams. That's cool. Yeah, I was the San Diego County Junior Match Game Champion when I was 15. Woohoo! <laughs> so, so I, you know, when I, I gravitated toward, uh, you know, a movie like The Hustler became like a really important movie to me in so many ways uh, because of the wonderful actors that were in the film, uh, Piper Laurie, uh, Paul Newman, Jackie Gleason, George C. Scott, uh, Maury uh, Hamilton. Oh, my God. It was incredible. just a masterpiece. Yeah, incredible and, acting. Right. And so, you know, when my dad died, I uh, hustled my way across country bowling and shooting pool with a buddy of mine when I was 19. And um, that didn't go so well. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> but you know, it was a great, it was a great event in my life, and um, and that's when the movie The Hustler became like uh, a film that to, it, it was incredibly soulful because in some ways, you know, I I, I saw myself in that kind of lost. Um, place that Newman was in, you know, I just couldn't, uh, couldn't find my, my, uh, couldn't get my feet on the ground. I was always chasing something and hustling for something. And I didn't, so that was a big movie for me. I don't know if it's a criterion film, but anything Billy Wilder did is, uh, is Jake with me. I mean, Billy Wilder, uh, Frank Capra, uh, and Thornton Wilder, another wonderful uh, uh, a influence in my life. Did you, uh, I, I, what was your favorite Billy Wilder? Because that's uh, a Criterion film. And we always talk about our favorite Criterion films. And I love oh, Billy well, Wilder. You know, screwball uh, Comedy is one of my favorites. I actually write Screwball Comedy. And he's he's like my my idol. Like Palm Beach Story, story The Weenie King, OMG. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're, yeah, I, I, I'm just talking about, you know, what his, you know, all his hits, all the wonderful, you know, some like it hot. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. And oh, oh my God. God. And, uh, you, know, you know, it's amazing what he did with uh, Marilyn Monroe and and um, uh, the guy that played. Uh, what was the lead? I forgot his name now. Tony Curtis, right? Some like it hot. Uh. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of is um, ah, um, I'll Google. I'm googling, but we're gonna hear oh some. My goodness. Quick. Some like it hot. Okay, it's coming. Some like it hot. Because oh. this is live recording, so people know that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a uh, Billy Wilder, star Marilyn Monroe, Tony Curtis, and Jack Lemmon. Yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, I'm talking about the one where her skirt flew up, and what was the guy's name? Oh, the um, famous Marilyn Monroe scene? Oh, lead? well, you didn't tell me to look at that one, but I will. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. Oh, my God. I can't. I'm drawing a blank. Marilyn Monroe film, skirt, skirt flies up. Dress flies up. Dress. Dress flies up. Dress flies, flies. Oh, gosh, can I even spell it? Flies. 
flying up. Okay, flying up. This is going crazy. Behind right the now. scenes of Marilyn Monroe's so iconic flying skirt. What's the name of it? <laughs> the seven year itch. We got it. Seven year itch. Thank you. My goodness. Oh my God. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> Teamwork. Oh, well, Google makes the dream work. <laughs> now, what's the actor's name? I forgot. Oh, okay. So, oh, 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 oh. Uh, what's his name? Um, doesn't get mentioned enough. It, he it doesn't even say his name on here. I'm like, let's see. Uh, it just says Billy Wilder's film created. Uh, where is the guy's name? <laughs> it doesn't even want to mention anyway. the guy's name. Tom. <laughs> uh, Tom. Oh. Okay, I know that. Okay. Just a, you know. One of those great, like me, you know, people are going to go, well, what was his name? What was his name? <laughs> We're going to have like reviews going, the first person that gives us a name, you're going to get a signed copy of uh, Bill, Bill Smitrovich's picture. Come on. And I'll be Googling it while we talk. Okay. That's right. I'll, I'll, send you my, I'll send you my Deep Space Nine uh, trading cards. Oh my gosh. I want one. <laughs> Deep Space Nine. Okay. I'm going to find it. All right. So, yeah. So let me think. So we're so, okay. So that, yeah, I just love Billy. What like screwball. Con oh my gosh. It's just, okay. So let me see. Oh, co-star Tom Ewell. Is that him? Oh, thank you. Tom Ewell. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it, it's funny, uh, talking about, um, well, I mentioned deep space nine when I was doing Ted, um, I, you know, I auditioned for uh, Seth, and uh, and he came back and he started calling me Webb. He said, "Oh, you're Webb," you know. And I, for some reason, it didn't click with me. And then I, I went, "Oh, of course." <clears throat> he was talking about the two-part series of Deep Space Nine that we did um, with Sanctuary Cities, which was uh, very prophetic during these COVID times that we were in and during the Trump years when. Uh, they were starting to build what looked like sanctuary cities. So uh, I went to the audition for Ted and uh, I walked out and uh, the casting director came back. He said, oh, uh, uh, Seth wants to talk to you. And I said, okay, so I go back in and he goes, Bill, I just want you to know if I had a contract here right now, I would have you sign it. And, uh, and I, was, I was shocked. But that he is such a huge Deep Space Nine um, fan, and um, I've I've come to discover that 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 two part series was one of the top ten uh, Deep Space Nine episodes, and I I just started to go to these autograph shows recently and started to uh, find out that uh these cards were available and i got them and and i started to sign them but then the COVID came and all the autograph shows stopped so oh man so what kind of autograph shows how do you how does someone go to an autograph show like what are they are they like comic-con or they're called autograph shows is there a name yeah you know you know they have a hollywood show and then people from uh star trek and all these old shows and movies show up and you know, quite quite frankly, a lot of old friends. Uh, you know, people from my God, Barney Miller and uh, uh, Deep Space Nine, Star Trek, uh, all kinds of things. 
autograph folks know about these. Oh, okay. <clears throat> They're always going to them, but uh, so they, you know, it's a just a trading card that uh, fans trade amongst themselves and get signed and come to the show and like that. Oh, that's but, awesome. Um, We're going to have to give, so, give give like any fans that are like um are, are doing Patreon or something like that nice. Maybe we can like uh give them some love for giving support to the channel. Absolutely. I'll send you, I'll, I'll autograph 10 of these and send them to you in the mail. Oh my God. Do you hear that films, film addicts? Did you hear that? Anyone supporting the podcast? The first 10 people, uh, you're going to get a present. Look at that. Thank you, Bill. Yeah. And so, so, yeah. Talk, so talking about, we just went yeah. We just I can show you what the card looks like. Oh, uh, yeah. I get to see it on uh, our Zoom. Let me see. Oh, Star Trek. That is so cool. Wow. Star Trek Deep Space Nine Heroes. Michael Michael Webb. That And wow. that's a cool name, too, Michael Webb. I mean, how cool is yeah. that name? But he doesn't have a cool... Oh, oh, my gosh. Heroes. Oh, yeah. That is awesome. So what is... I know. COVID... Oh. COVID really put a damper, but my friend has a party platform. So maybe you guys can do his party platform. They could put 300 people in a room on his technology and you can see each other on a camera. You can hear each other wow. and you can type wow. and, and you can sell things. You can turn the camera off or on. You can turn the audio wow. off and on, and then you can type. So, and you can sell things and talk. Oh, that'd to people. be a lot of fun. I'd love to. I'd love to chat with fans. That'd be great. Yeah. So we'll I have mean, to. We'll have to make the party platform available and talk to you guys about that. But uh, oh, I love it. Yeah. So we we're just talking about Marilyn Monroe and the Seven Years Itch and Billy Wilder being an amazing. Tom Yule. Yeah. Tom. I'll never forget his name again. Yeah. <laughs> so also, did you have a favorite director um, that you like from a film? And can you tell me one of your favorite directing scenes that you love in a movie? Oh, well, gosh. I know there's a lot to choose from, but, you know. That's a big question. Yeah, yeah. that's a big question. But um, uh, the first, uh, the first great director... I had the pleasure to work with was Andrei Konjolovsky, who was a Russian director and a very famous, celebrated Russian director, did a movie called Siberiad. Oh, wow. Uh, which is a, uh, a two-part movie. It's about five or six hours long. And I remember seeing this movie in New York in the 80s, and there was an intermission. Actually, the, the, the curtain closed and part one was over and then you came back for part two. And I would highly recommend anybody that wants to learn about uh, just get a sense of, of communist Russia to watch Siberiad. It was based, Andrei Konjolovsky, his father was a member of the Politburo. And he was one of the few people in Russia that had a dual citizenship um in america and he and his brother didn't get along politically uh andre was much more of a liberal you know man artist and uh his brother was just a, a straight line communist and uh years later i got a chance to work with andre on a movie called maria's lovers Oh my gosh, you were Maria's lovers. Oh wow. Oh, you saw this. I know my film, some but not all of them, but Maria's well, lovers. There was, yeah. You know, there were some really wonderful people in that. John Savage was was brilliant. And um um 
you know, John Goodman, uh, oh God. Hmm. But what, uh, what, but what did you play? You played in there. Like what was oh, your Oh, I played, oh, Keith Carradine and I had a scene. Uh, Keith, I was playing a bartender. I had a very small role, but Andre really took a liking to me. And the other person that was in this movie was Robert Mitchum. Wow. Who I got a chance to hang with and uh, discovered that he too was born in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Oh, so, wow. And years later, I'm in a bar in Toronto at the Sutton Place, and uh, people, um, I walk up to the bar, and uh, the bartender said, he was talking to somebody, he says, yeah, Mitchum's in the other room. So uh, I went, he is? So I went in there, and there he was in this big dining room, sitting alone in a corner table, and I walked in, and he picked his head up, and he goes, Smitrovich! <laughs> yeah, he said it right, right? He said it right. <laughs> he did. You know, Arthur Miller and Robert Mitchum, who I had the great pleasure of working with when I was younger, love saying my last name. <laughs> Smitrovich, hey, you know. <laughs> so, so we had, you know, we had a drink and we had a really good time. But, you know, uh, uh, Maria... Uh, what was her name? Just oh, she was a real sex uh, Russian sex pistol. Was also in the movie, and I can't remember her name right now. Okay, I'll Google but, it. No worries. Google man. Google yeah, Google man you. is here. <clears throat> Maria's lover. Um, but um, I'll think of it in a moment. But it was really quite a wonderful memory. Keith Carradine. Na Nat uh, Natasha. Uh, Natasha Kinski. Natasha. Kinsky. Yeah, Natasha. Natasha Kinski. The better sexy, beautiful actress. I remember she was in so many movies, one right after the other. Oh, she is, and such a playful, wonderful uh, young woman artist. Really open and free, and just. Yeah, just great time working with them uh and andre that was just a uh it was a magical moment in my time we we filmed that in a in a city called california pennsylvania <laughs> wow i didn't even know there was a california <laughs> california in pennsylvania but okay there's a hollywood in florida my, why not mother-in-law my new mother-in-law got a chance to meet Robert Mitchum, which was really a thrill for her. Oh, wow. She must have just been like, what? can you imagine your mother-in-law about to meet uh, Robert Mitchum? Wow. She must love you forever. Was she baking you pies and cookies? <laughs> she probably was baking you pies and cookies the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a wonderful lady. God rest her soul. Aww. And, uh, you know, yeah, it was, uh, but anyway, that, that was, that was one film, early film. Um, that I had the honor to be in and just do a little thing. He let me improvise with, uh, with Keith and, uh, you know, we had such a great time. Um, and, you know, and then another early film was Splash. I was just uh, in it for like maybe two minutes, it's but I was Tom Hanks. Oh, wow. And, uh, Steven Spielberg. I was Tom Hanks. Yeah. And Candy's father. Candy's father. The flashback in the beginning. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, there was a at the at the movie starts on a on a boat supposedly in uh, Cape Cod, 
but we're in Nassau, Bahamas. And uh, go figure. <laughs> yeah, right. Did you see the uh, Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> <laughs> so so you're working with tom hanks and steven spielberg and you were her candy's father no 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 tom hanks this was tom hanks's one of tom hanks was not the first one of his first and uh it was one of my first films um but it was directed by ron howard it was oh, ron howard's oh that's right, first that's film. right. forgive me forgive me film addicts forgive me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know it's uh uh i remember i never got to meet tom i was so shy and so nervous um i saw him he was uh, at the pool reading a book i didn't want to disturb him but tom hanks if you're listening to this, I do want to disturb you now. And I do want to tell you that I should have used the cigar that I wanted to use for the character, but I was too afraid or shy to ask about it and thought it would be inappropriate. But then when I saw John Candy have a cigar in the movie and he loves cigars, I'm going, why didn't I do that? And I, uh, and why didn't I go up to Tom and just introduce myself? It's just, you know, it was one of those shy actor moments that I regret. Ah, well, well, see, so that's like, you know, to me, like uh, we learn from others in like, if you're on the set and you have a choice and you want to do that for your character, maybe there should be a way that someone is able to ask and communicate because I think at the end of the day, the directors and producers and actors want the best for the characters and the best for the film. So maybe we can That's change, right. we can change that or have an opening. So, well, you're doing fantastic. I mean, movie after movie after movie and TV show after TV show and, um, you know, uh, running countries in and, and, and TV shows. But so, so, <laughs> so let's, let's, okay. So, so you're, um, so, so can you tell me of a film scene that you really like by a director or that you've been directed in? Because we love learning about directing shots and acting on here. Can you maybe explain a, a film shot and your method of acting to prepare on a film at, that's different from a TV acting scene that you prepare for? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a, a lot of questions. That's um, a two-parter two with a eight monologues. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I, uh, I I got a chance to direct on Life Goes On, and I could have gone on to direct more uh, had I wanted to. It was the top-rated show of our of our season. Wow! And uh, Life it was goes the, on. it was when uh, yeah, it was when Kelly uh, was breaking up with uh, with Tommy. Uh, you know, Becca was breaking up with Tommy. And um, and Corky was getting married, so that was the one uh, that uh, that I directed, uh, and it was just fabulous. But directors, um, Michael Mann, I have to say, um, and certainly thank him for starting me in my career, uh, film wise. I always. You know, Michael Mann, it's Michael Mann for film, Arthur Miller for theater. I mean, I'm so blessed that those two uh, men took me, uh, brought me into their worlds. Um, and with Michael, it uh, 
he was the first director that um, I could really watch him work. I could really see him work. Um, and uh, he's so intense and such a perfectionist. Um, and his use of color is astounding. Um, you know, when you look at Manhunter and you look at Crime Story and Thief, I mean, just Thief alone, uh, Michael was the guy that started wetting down the streets so they would glisten in the in the lights. Wow, that's a cool oh. idea. Geez, that's oh, yeah. Clever. I mean, he innovated a lot of these um, techniques. These techniques, these cinematographic, cinematography techniques. But you know, a lot of that he had a um, he had a photographer uh, named um, Cesarotti. Oh, uh, Italian. <laughs> yeah, and he was brilliant, <clears throat> and he also used. Uh, um, an Italian uh, director of photography uh, who brought over his Italian crew um, for Manhunter. But um, they, Dominic Cesarati, that was his name, he did all our um, graphics for Crime Story, worked on Manhunter, but he took over on Crime Story and he, what they did was, say, for instance, they would go, okay, no red. We're not using any red. Wow. Yeah. We'd just take a color out completely. And, um, you know, with Dominic, he was he was just incredible. Um, but he, gave, he and Michael shared um, wonderful, you know, they had a great um, shorthand about how they wanted things to look. And uh, Dominic would just take us out and, um, you know, he'd do B-roll or he'd do uh, stills. Um, but it all worked. I mean, all these directors, you have to understand that they have teams. The great directors have teams that they work with. I mean, um, <clears throat> Spielberg had Dan Adius uh, when he was starting out. And Dan became... Uh, he was the director of Silver Bullet, which was one of an early film that I did as well. Wow. And it was Dan's first film. <clears throat> but um, that was, um, you know, so so you have these, uh, you know, you need a team. I mean, Michael Mann, when he did uh, Miami Vice, um, he had, um, he teamed up with, um, um uh, Michael Bloomberg, uh, not Michael Bloom, um, Paul Bloomfield, Michael Bloomfield, and uh, <laughs> it's dyslexic God. for me, Paul Bloomfield. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, drummer, what was his name? Uh, he wrote the uh, Miami Vice theme song, you know, with the oh, ah. the best theme song ever. I'll look it up. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, no, but I'm saying that you know the directors. You know, they have a vision and they're able to articulate that vision to a very, very uh, talented team of sound, vision, 
uh, concept and, um, it, you know, wonderful set designers like Mel Bourne, God rest his soul, just tremendous uh, set designer, production designer. Um, so, you know, Roger Donaldson, uh, another wonderful director, um, has a team. And, and, but Roger is more spread out than Roger likes to do um, uh, documentaries uh, as well as uh, scripted and unscripted. So he did a wonderful movie about the Indian motorcycle with Anthony Hopkins that it's called The Fastest Indian. If anybody is looking for a movie, a sleeper to see, uh, see that one, The Fastest Indian. Ooh, it's about a motorcycle? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a true story and um, fascinating story. Uh, Roger Donaldson is very much into uh, racing, motorcycle, and otherwise. <clears throat> but let me see. Um, directors. Uh, well, let's let's TV. let's let's um let's end, uh, end this at part uh, one, and then we'll go to part two, continuing oh. with our director. So, uh, into part one with Bill Smithervich, and we'll go into part two, <laughs> so we can learn about how you started your fabulous career to being this legendary, amazing TV actor. Uh, director and producer. So into part one. Thanks, Phil Maddox. And continue to part two, because I promise you, it's spectacular.